calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. You look wild. Oh, your jewelry makes nice sounds. Is that a music uh, show? It's just a silly magic project a friend from university imposed on me. <laughs> no music, I'm afraid. Oh, hearing some music again would have been nice. It's been a while since we had musicians visit us. And the Diddy's are staff sing are bland, to say the very least. Evens out the spicy food they cook. <laughs> True that. My throat is still burning. <laughs> Drink more wine. For what it's worth. <laughs> Why did it make that noise? The shell? Mm-hmm. Uh, it does that when it activates. Oh. Now it is connected to another one like it in the University of Cairo. Uh. One of my colleagues is probably listening to us right now. Oh, is that possible? I I really don't know. He he told me it is, but creating magic technology is entirely his field of study, not mine. What's it um, good for? It can sense nearby spirits and will warn me with that sound. Oh. Then transfers any sound around me to my colleague. For analytic purposes, I believe. Does that mean there are spirits um, nearby? Should we tell no. my mother to be on guard? No, there's no threat. I, I can sense spirits myself. I don't really need this toy for that. <laughs> There's nothing within a 70-tail radius around us. Your tail or my tail? A Faraksha standard tail, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I, I don't really know what reach this thing has, uh. or if it really does what he told me it does. <laughs> It's much more likely Aurel just needed an excuse to listen in on me and Aww. turned it on manually. <laughs> Couldn't prove it, though. So his name is Aurel. Hmm? Hello, Aurel. Uh, Did you want to listen in on me and Rock and join ourselves? Don't encourage Should him. I describe to you what we're doing right now? <laughs> just ignore it. Aww. But I heard it's so hard in cities to find someone to have fun with. Maybe he needs something to... Cheer him up. <laughs> he sure does. Then indulge him a little. You consider him a friend, he, don't you? I, I don't find him interesting enough, and he oh, knows that. Oh, what a shame for him. <laughs> hmm. 
What Rontar is he? He's not a Rontar. He's not from here. He's a Desarius from Elmir. Ah. You probably haven't heard of them. They they don't usually come this far south. Is he good looking? <laughs> I don't know what you consider to be good looking. <laughs> you are good looking. <laughs> well, then I can ensure you he looks nothing like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Hmm. I ran out of wine. What? Your housekeeper only just brought us a full decanter. Yeah, but it's so far away. Uh, I'll fill it up for you. <laughs> Give me a cup. Thank you. <laughs> you know, hmm? pour yourself another cup as well. No, I think I've had enough for tonight. The night's still young, love. The moon is shining bright and the weather is pleasant. We could still go out on a hunt. I don't do night hunts anymore, ah, sorry. A shame. Here. Thank you. I was hoping that would help loosen you up a little. You think I'm uptight? You are. Why would you pass up a nice warm cup otherwise? I have a lot of work to do tomorrow. I can't afford a hangover. You've only had two cups and you're hardly tipsy. Mm. You're a Miro, right? Mm -hmm. I heard you're a Rontar can stomach a lot of wine. Uh, all right. One more for <laughs> me then. Oh, good girl. <laughs> Better to drink it while it's still warm. <laughs> warm? This stuff is steaming. <laughs> <laughs> Guess I'm too used to the university rules. No intoxicants past the eleventh bell or the twenty-sixth hour. University life seems to be ingrained in you. You even brought your work to bed. My work? What do you mean? <laughs> This thing. You're right. <sighs> When I'm at the university, the amount of work I have to do can become quite suffocating, you know? Oh. Sometimes I wish I could just drop it all. Do freelance work, you know? Yeah. Outside of university. Mm -hmm. I mean, I still enjoy fixing tangle weaves. That's that's not the issue. Doing it as a delegated patcher are the only times when I really get to have some freedom, some Ugh. space from university yes. life, you know? Mm -hmm. I'd still like to continue doing that. Making rune charms for villagers. Mm -hmm. And make sure the aetherweb's kept in balance. That sort of thing, you know. Then why don't you? Uh, because I, I crave the knowledge the university has to offer. I dread missing out on news about the Aetherweb or stepping into a situation that has not yet been studied or documented. Ugh. The weave changes all the time. The gods continuously add new methods to weave it in different ways, you know. Mm? Sometimes long-forgotten weaving methods are rediscovered and are incorporated into modern weaving techniques or are refined and gain popularity. Uh, I wouldn't want to wander around Zaya just to suddenly find my knowledge dated. You should help. Oriel developed this shell then, hmm. with long-distance communication. You could be kept up to date on anything, mm. couldn't you? You're on to something there. Oh. I, I haven't really considered that. If you and your friend mm. get that shell to work as a communicator, you could come and visit me here sometimes. <laughs> I would like that. We do have need mm. for a shaman or a spiritualist in this area. I quite... I quite like you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Were you ever part of a household? Yes. Mm. You could join mine, once I inherited. <laughs> I was main heir to my mother's household. 
But I never had an interest in becoming a mistress, so I left. Brave! I'm also the main heir. But I couldn't stand to leave the household and the entire village hanging. Trust me. One leader is as good as the next. They'll find someone to replace you with. Faded in my mother's household. Maybe so. Let's just passing the responsibility on to the next person. You know, Hmm? I'd love to receive a higher education like you. Attending a school or even a university Hmm. has always been my dream. Hmm. Staying here, reading is all I can do. Hmm. And I even through the entire village library thrice already. Thrice. Mm-hmm. I envy you for taking that step. Mm. I'm certainly not looking forward to spending the rest of my mm. life yes. commandeering a handful of staff members around. Mm. I understand that. Mm? I didn't. I didn't look forward to that either. I didn't really get along with my mother's staff. I mean, the men in my mother's staff were diligent and well behaved, but mm. we had absolutely nothing in common. Mm. When I wanted to talk natural sciences, all they could talk about was their work in the fields and their crafts. And most of our mates didn't care for education at all. Yes, I hear you. (laughs) Let's not talk about that anymore. I'll have the rest of my life to deal with them. Say, Hmm? what are your plans beyond university? What do you mean? I mean, you've achieved being able to study as much as you want, free of the responsibilities of a household. Any plans beyond that? Well, I do have plans beyond that, but... What is it? Uh, You might consider it silly. Hey, I just admitted that I'd love to become like you. (laughs) If your desires for the future are silly, wouldn't that make mine silly as well? No, of course not. So, what is it? I, I want to make a name for myself. Become the greatest patcher in Xean history. I want to be recognized by the 14 themselves. By the gods? But why do you need their recognition if you can have the adoration of people like me? Because anyone affected by Tangleweaves, even those that aren't aware of it, are dependent on a patcher's work. Uh, They need our services because it is something none of them could do themselves. They don't adore or respect us because we do good work. Not that... Not that any commoner would know the difference between our whole patched well or badly anyway. They adore us only because we do necessary work. Work that they couldn't do themselves. Yet we adore you all the same. Of course, but... See, the gods have the tendency to acknowledge those that do things that benefit other mortals. Like inventing the wheel, or using agriculture to our benefit. Or learning to speak. Mm -hmm. All those are efforts that have been acknowledged by the gods already. They knew those things already, of course, but it would never have occurred to them to teach them to mortals. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it amuses them when mortals manage to master a subject and use it in a way that benefits them. Uh, The mortals, I mean. uh, Tangleweaves are no different. And whether the subject is a mundane matter or a matter of magic makes no difference. When people who can use the Aetherweb cast too much magic without proper balancing, Tangleweaves are the result. Uh, but understanding what the cause for the Tangleweaves is has only really been grasped within the last two generations or so. And the knowledge to fix Tangleweaves has only been studied in the last generation. The gods have made it so that excessive use of the web would make it rip. But they never bother teaching us how to fix it. Uh, we can't survive in a world with a broken Aetherweb. And the gods knew mortals would learn how to fix it eventually. Ugh. 
The, our patching methods aren't perfect yet, but oh. patching requires those who fix it to give up a lot of themselves. Hmm? I'm sure the gods are aware of this and will acknowledge those who commit the most of themselves to the cause of fixing the tangle weave. So you think they see patching holes as an act of charity? Um, to some degree, maybe. Patchers do things that benefit all people affected by tangle weaves. Earning the recognition of gods is just a matter of how well we do what it. What makes you think that the gods even care if you mend the holes at mm. all? For all we know, they might just be using the weave to study the behavior of people. Mm. Maybe the gods just tore a hole in the weave to see what mortals do with it. <laughs> I highly doubt that. Do you happen to have the Yontrias Oyas in your village uh, library? The Book of Teachings? Of course! <laughs> it's one of my favorites! Then you might have heard of the story of Eve, who became the most adept rune mender in history. Wasn't she a pioneer in the field of rune mastery? Yes, that's her. She was, uh, she was the first to document the names of the runes and their effects, right? She started off researching the breaking and mending of runes, but she discovered a whole lot more about them than was known about them in her time. Her knowledge was the basis for patching, and many of her methods are still in use today. Mm. Bottom line is, Eve was recognized by the gods because of her discoveries, and was made an immortal deity. So is that what you want then? Huh? You want to become a deity? Exactly. You want to become an immortal? Uh, no, not necessarily. That's just a nice side effect, really. What I want is to learn the knowledge of spirits and Veyron. They are wise beyond our understanding, but they don't share their knowledge with mortals. Who said spirits would share their knowledge with deities? One of them told me. They told you? Yes. You see, these markings on my face, they're not just decorative. They help me better do my job as a patcher. Is that what they are for? <laughs> I've been wondering that. They, they allow me to hear and speak to spirits. I know someone that has very close ties to a Veyron. They told me that I just need to make enough noise for the gods to notice me. And for the many tangle weaves I fixed in my life, I think I very much deserve to be recognized by them. Speaking of noise, that hmm? wind outside is pretty loud. Wind? That's unnatural. How's a little wind unnatural? It's not a little wind. It's quite stormy. It doesn't sound so strong to me. Oh, trust me. That's just because the shutters are very sturdy. This house is closest to the cliff face. So it's the most sheltered mm. house here. Mm -hmm. The shutter shouldn't rattle this much if a storm was howling outside. <clears throat> um, can I open this? Uh, if you can figure it out, but... No, I don't think I can do it. It needs some force. Here, let me. You push this thing uh. up a little and with a little force. Oh. Oh, oh Fjarta. Fjarta, it's cold. Snow? How is it snowing? We're not even halfway through autumn. Is snowfall unusual for this region? For this time of year it oh. is. Let me see. Hmm. Could the wind have blown it down from the mountain? Oh, no. Hmm. Not in mid-autumn. Hmm. Not in this region. Yeah, yeah. We're facing north. Ah. We still get the warm winds from the Luri hmm. region here. Hmm. I'm closing this again before we have to okay. dump out the snow and shovels. Mm -hmm. <sighs> uh, do, do you need help with that? No, I'm fine. Okay. <sighs> well done. Hmm? You've got some snow in your hair. <laughs> Thank you. Mm. We've never had this much snow and wind this time of year. Mm. 
I wonder what caused this. Could it be related to your work? Um, possibly, but I can't hear any spirits nearby. Isn't your shell still... Oh, yes, I almost forgot about that. If I turn it off, there's, there should be a chance it will turn back on if there's a spirit nearby after all. Then you'll know if it has a wider radius than your uh, ears. Indeed, and there's definitely something going on out there. Worth a try. Ah, finally! The first activation through the presence of a spirit. Though, hmm, I wonder what activated it the first time. Well, there's no way to figure that out now, but hmm, note to self, research enchantments for output protocols. I'm sure I've seen that one used for rigged scribers before. The ones used to spy on... Well, it's disappointing that Rocka still thinks of me that way. Unfortunate that the wind shall activate it in that private moment, of course, but... Hmm. I suppose I could try adding... Try to find enchantment that allows to switch between all disturbance activation and spirit presence only activation mode for privacy. Hmm. Not sure if this can be done, but better to keep it on the list for now, even if it's just to satisfy magistrate protocol. Hmm? Oh! Hmm. Anyway, data recording was the same as the last one. Vocal enchantments were woven by Kessie Rulinicki, Tanya Milojevic, and Travis Vengroff. Music shells provided by Fui Madan, audio enchantments by Sarah Baczynski, written and produced by Kessie Rulinicki. Anyway, next transmission is already being enchanted into the receptor, so on to the next one. Can I keep it? Fehu, little mortal. Have you enjoyed your runes of fortune from last time and sought your rontar? What? Oh, you think I'm the cause for this little wind toy activating? <laughs> Don't be silly. Anyway, I'm sure you're waiting for your runes of fortune, aren't you? <laughs> well, I will give you runes of fortune, but possibly not yours personally. Today's runes of fortune are those of our very own sound weaver, Sarah Buczynski. Your runes of fortune are the wind rune Senahe, rising, and the aether rune Rian, time. You might recall Rian is also the rune used to write the word Rontar. However, in this case, the short form of these runes are Se and Dra, and form the meaning to ascend. Your time to rise has come, Sarah. <laughs> oh, and I have another rune of fortune. This one is for our first Patreon supporter, Chris Patty aka Feo. Thank you very much for your support. We really appreciate it. Your rune of fortune is the earth rune Veolar, the rune of regeneration. Whether that is what you need right now or not, it is, as the word implies, the rune of recovery and healing. Take care of yourself, Chris Patty. <laughs> if you want more runes of fortune, or have your name translated into Azuri runes like Sarah and Chris, you can get those things as perks if you support us, Trilunis on Patreon or Coffee. You can find all links to that and our social media handles in the show notes. Until next time, little mortal. Fehu! <laughs> hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women! Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. 
Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.